0: I fucked you up i fucked you up too sure (laughs) did because i was ready to go in and that
1: that enthusiasm was lacking my guy but you know as happy as we always are to do this philly grip podcast for everybody today is a little bit of a somber day (laughs) it's uh you know and and the reason why it's a somber day well you know what we're just we're just gonna We're just going to get right on into it because, you know, we're just going to rip rip that that band-aid off. (laughs) Ah, We're going to rip that band-aid off, and we are going to break down Super Bowl 57 between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs, and uh, unfortunately, the Philadelphia Eagles came up a tad short, dropping a score of 38-35 to the Kansas City Chiefs, and uh, having said that, I'm going to let Wes take it away. Because this is usually his deal, so I'll chime in, you know, every now and again. But um, I'm going to let him. I'm going to let him say
0: his piece first. All right. So Super Bowl Fifty Seven. Everything started out great. Started out fantastic, man. Eagles marched down the field, scored a touchdown. Chief marched down, scored a touchdown. We're like, okay, okay, fine. You know what I mean? It's going to be one of them games. It's going to be one of them games. All right. You know what I mean? Like, we, yo, expe- we
1: expected that, to be fair. Like, you didn't think that Patrick Mahomes was just going to roll over.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. I wasn't saying this thing is going to roll over, but, I mean, at the same time, I mean, look, at the same time, he can barely – I mean, the only thing he can roll is his ankle right now, to be honest with you. This is true. <laughs> but um, with saying that, ugh. God yeah, I'm just – It's I'm, hard.
1: I'm, it's hard. Well, now, look, you wanna, see – wanna- I no, no. say, you want me to take the reins here?
0: <laughs> I'm flabbergasted, but I'm more, I'm irritated. I'm irritated more about how the team performed in the second half more than anything. In the first half, dude, the first half, yo, we were up 24-14. 20, you know what I mean? That's what it was before Rihanna mm. showed her beautiful pregnant self off. And when they came out of the locker room for the second half, I don't know what happened. The offense was incredibly lackluster. The defense, defense got ran down. The, what we thought we would do to their defense, they did to ours for the most part. We did we did so much in the first half of the game that it gave us that chance of sitting back in the second half when 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 I mean when we shouldn't have been laxing on. I mean, our morals, something or laurels, that we probably like that. should have
1: laurels. Yeah. Something we probably should have discussed when we were doing the breakdown, looking back now, it's tough to say that I'm surprised. Actually, I can't say that I'm surprised because if you look at our season or at the season that we had more often than not, our bugaboo was struggling in the second half. This wasn't new. To the Super Bowl, this was all year no. long. We kind of just buried it. <laughs> we kind of just buried it and figured, eh, we'll be okay. But it reared its ugly head, and, and when it you, absolutely and, did. And, and and like I said, we we were having that issue against far weaker teams than the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh yeah, it so happens.
0: I mean, it, it happened, happened against, virtually all year long. We yeah, we would, get, we would get out season. to these
1: we would get out to these rocket starts, and then the games would end up a little closer than necessary. <laughs> Absolutely, um, the we, Lions we game, the, you know, what I mean, will be won. Yeah, we had the we had the luxury of well, yeah. Look at the 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 Jacksonville. No, Jacksonville. We started off fucked up. Came back at the end. Of the oh game. yeah, because that yeah. game was like a yeah. We didn't start off strong. Um, but you know, it's it's unfortunate, and, and you you almost wonder if they kind of buried that and didn't necessarily emphasize that too much because it didn't necessarily seem like they did. <laughs> cuz uh the second half started just the way every second half started for us in uh during the season except for this time you had Patrick Mahomes on the other side and that's a that's a And scary, you know something dude that's, that's the
0: biggest thing. fucking factor because yo yeah when you when you have 417 total yards 302 passing yards you have the ball 35 minutes and 47 seconds there is there is no reason for you to think that you would not win the Super Bowl yeah.
1: It's um you know, it likewise said it, you know, everything They
0: ran almost st- twenty more plays than the Chiefs. Yeah. It um it stinks. <laughs> There's really but like, no other way to put it, it does stink. But like one of the biggest things that hits is turnovers. Now there weren't any inter- interceptions thrown, but there was a fumble that was, you know what I mean, scooped and scored by the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And look, I loved, I loved what we did. You know, what I mean, right after that, you know what I mean, let Jalen get the ball, keep the ball. You know what I mean, scream right down the field, answer right back. You know what I mean, show, show faith in your quarterback the whole nine. I love that. But, dude, that shit just sat with us for some I, reason, man. Just like, dude, they, they for some reason, they like I said, I'm, and again, I can't, I can't explain it. They were so stagnant in the second half. And it, you can't it, be stagnant against, You mean, against a team like, especially like Kansas City.
1: I don't think that there's really anybody on the offensive side of the ball that should be hanging their heads after the Super Bowl. No. I, I really, I, I really don't. Um, it's... It's a it's a real shame. And and it's man, it, it hurts to say this because I'm literally about to be saying the same thing about the Eagles that we said about the Phillies is that it's not always necessarily if you lose. It's how you lose. And the fact that we lost the World Series because what got us there went cold, our screaming hot bats, that's what we that's what we built our shit on, just went cold. Mm. And what we built ourselves on, we had a great. We were we were very well rounded. We had a great offense all year, but what we really hung our hat on at the end of the day was our defense, our historic defense. You know, being able to get after the quarterback, being able to swarm receivers, and that's and the thing, that, dude. Zero sacks. So fl- zero zero interceptions. sacks. You were hard pressed to find a time where Mahomes even had to
0: was hurried. There was yeah, no pressure. The, I feel like the there one time no he pressure. was.
1: The one time he was is when he got dinged up before the half. Yeah, when, that was when, it. When when someone caught his leg, I don't remember who it was, but somebody got a hold of him. And um uh, I mean I'm glad was he was able to come it. back in the
0: game. But But I, I mean, like, so, yo, think yeah. about it. Yo, after that, I mean like Gannon must have been thinking about, you know what I mean? The you mean, what he has to do when he gets you mean when he stays in Arizona. You know yeah, what I mean? Like it, you, uh, you mean, because you mean obviously he wasn't thinking about the game. There was no yeah. way he was thinking about the game
1: yeah now th- the defense really put the offense in a tough spot because you get out to the lead that you get out to and then you know this this is only Jalen hurts second time in the postseason mm-hmm. this is you know this is a lot of guys second time in the postseason there's some guys that was their first time in the postseason yep and basically what the defense was doing to them was saying, okay Jalen hurts and the offense you guys have to literally go toe to toe. With Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Two of arguably the best to ever do it at their position. One's on track. Both are on track to legitimately be able to say that. Yeah. So and there's some people that already believe it when it comes to, to to Travis. Um, but that I mean he that's he's still probably got a little bit to go. But um and that's a that's a tough ask for for people in their in their second season, you know. People, you know, this is the first year we had AJ Brown. Yeah, it was great with him and Jalen, but it's like to you know, if the defense gave you anything remotely close to what it gave you all season, that would have been a much different outcome. I believe A much it. different outcome. At the same at, time. Literally from the first oh, – go ahead, go ahead.
0: At the same time, I do want to say, <clears throat> on the offensive side of the ball, our running – our rushing game was horrible. Yeah, it wasn't great. If you want to take away – if you want to take away Jalen Hurts' numbers, which was 70 yards, you know what I mean, and three touchdowns, I mean, look, you mean – it. You, you, Again, without Hurts, none of it happened. Literally all four touchdowns were because of him. In the words, well, I
1: don't know the dude's name, but to, just to bring back what happened with good old Greg Jennings and Madden, Jalen Hurts put the team on his back, though. No. <laughs> he put the team on his back.
0: 45 yards. pulled it off. <laughs> 45 yards rushing between Gainwell, yeah. Miles Sanders, and Boston Scott. Yeah. That is horrible.
1: But it's crazy. Horrible. But but what's, you know how you know how I know it's still no matter what comes back to the defense though. Take all that rushing shit out of it. If you didn't watch the Super Bowl and I was to come into you the next day and tell you specifically what Jalen Hurts' numbers were, the completion percentage, all the completions, that the yardage. All oh, I'd have tears
0: in my eyes thinking that the Eagles won the game. Absolutely. Exa- ex- exactly. Absolutely. And then,
1: and then when I tell you, and then when you go, we lost. What happened? And I tell you. We got zero sacks on Patrick Mahomes, literally nothing. We couldn't even – we touched him once. You'd have told me I was crazy.
0: Like, no way. Absolutely. Bro. No way. Dude, yo, that was one of the biggest things I was hanging my hat on. Me too. Me too. I mean, what was, you was that saying? defense like, being able like, to actually get to him? You know I mean, that was the whole point of it was saying that like, you,
1: you're able to get to Mahomes. It's like, wait a minute. Like, we just went through a tougher offensive line. We are now going against an offensive line that – isn't supposed to be as good as the one we just went against, and the quarterback himself is on one leg. So you for sure we're gonna get it. We're gonna touch him a few times. When the chips yeah. were down, they said, "Nah, this is why. Uh, Absolutely, this is why all roads it, have gone through us for the last five years in the AFC."
0: I mean, and look. Uh, congrats to, to the, the Chiefs. Ha- yeah, do they earned Con- it? They earned it. Congrats to Mahomes on the MVP, Super Bowl MVP. Con- congrats to Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, fantastic dude.
1: Congrats to Big Red.
0: <laughs> Combat Yeah, man. Just yo, congrats to Andy Reid, Spagnola. You know what I mean? Dude, just all I of wanna them.
1: give I wanna give a special congratulations to Eric Bieniemy, who again looks like he is about to get screwed out of a head coaching job that he should have had for years at this point. Yeah. Years at this point. Um which really fucking sucks. And that really pisses me off, but that's a conversation for another day. But um <laughs> Yeah, dude. C- congrats to the Chiefs. Like, I ca- I can't say anything. I-, I was, you know.
0: And for anybody who is listening to this, who is going to be upset that we're not talking about the play, it's because it doesn't matter.
1: We can t- we can talk about it, but it is just that it it doesn't it doesn't matter. I get so I get so frustrated in all sports. This has nothing to do with just that. Like, yes, calls like that matter, but they don't erase every other part of the game that led up to that moment absolutely that led up to that moment did that call have anything to do with the fact that we let Patrick Mahomes go up and down the field every time he touched the ball except one nope no did that flag have you know did the and and this is and this is what's strange to me this is what's strange and maybe it's uncomfortable maybe people don't necessarily want to do it because it's you know it's your guy that you're rooting for but why do people always blame the ref for throwing the flag instead of blaming Bradbury for holding it seems weird right <laughs> Especially yeah. when the dude admitted to it the next day. <laughs> actually, that He admitted to it that day. I mean, that, that, that night. Day, yeah, he, that night. Yeah. Yeah, he went ahead but and said that, flat out. That actually pissed me off more than anything. Because I was just like... I was already frustrated. With, I was frustrated with him with the play. But, hey, that sports shit happens. You're not going to be fucking perfect every time. Sometimes you're no. going to get beat. That's the nature of sports. But if I'm going to hear from you, if you're going to open your mouth, I'm going to need you to say something smart. Or, I'm, or if you're going to say something, just, literally just... I fucked up. That's it. I can get over that. But to say... Yeah, it was a hold. I held him. I just didn't think the reps were going to call it.
0: Look, bro. Okay, now no, no, no. <laughs> now you say that, and I understand the frustration, but th- what that is—that is a—that is, is a class act of a player. To be completely, I'm glad honest. he. I'm glad because he what he's it. doing. <laughs> well, second, Because what he's doing is he's. He's putting. I mean, I mean, he's putting it. He's saying, "Fine, fuck it. They got me on it, okay." But he's still also owning the fact that the defense basically did nothing to stop the Chiefs from doing anything that they wanted to do. You know what I mean? Like because because yeah. that's what it is, dude. There yeah. is there is nothing. There is nothing that can be said that the Eagles would win, minus what that that one hold. The, the, get out yeah, of here. Yeah,
1: yeah. The the crazy th- the crazy thing to me is. And I wasn't kidding when I sent this to you. I, you're, I sent it to multiple people, so I just want to make sure I sent it to you, too. Did I, did I send something to you about, like, I swear someone, uh, like, people on the Eagles got to have money on the Chiefs? Did I send that to you?
0: Uh, I don't or think did so. Or did I,
1: I was I was think I was talking to uh, our buddy RJ, too. And the last two touchdowns that the Chiefs got were literally their receivers. There was nobody within 30 feet of their receivers for those last two touchdowns. And I was just like, "You would think somebody." Nah, you didn't send me that. I, you, I was like, "I was like, how many players in the Super Bowl? When you have an all-world defense, how many players have to be wide open with nobody even within 20, 30 feet of them before you start questioning if some people may have some ulterior motives about how this game goes down?" Because it was so frustrating, I was like, "We got this all-world defense, and now in the Super Bowl." Y'all are confused as to who you're supposed to be going, with, like, who you're supposed to be guarding here, where you're supposed to be. Like, it, it, it was crazy. I was like, with how wide open they were, you would have thought we were trying to cover 14 receivers.
0: And you're talking yeah. about veteran players. Yeah. Veteran that's players. Are, it, yes. Darius Slay, veteran player. He's been in the league. Been in the league long ass time, dude. How many years did he spend in Detroit before he came here? Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, who else? Who was on the other side? Bradbury. Bradbury. <laughs> Veteran player. Played with Carolina. I'm pretty sure he was on that team that made it to Super Bowl 50. On top yeah. of that, he played for the Giants. And then he plays for us. Veteran player. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can't sit yeah. here
1: and. You can, you can yeah, you, you can break down so many plays and realize that that's what, you know, that's what led to. I mean, there's so many ways the game could have gone different. Like, and if I mean, Quez catches that ball. If yeah, Quez that was had, a big one. That ball hits him perfectly right in the hands. Yep. Literally right in the hands. And, uh, you know, it's the one thing I'm, and here, here's what's crazy. Now I'm not trying to take anything away from him because I I think he was fantastic, but I do legitimately think that there is a legitimate argument to be made that Jalen, that Jalen hurts should have won Super Bowl MVP in that game. Agreed. Because, and again, I'm not, I'm, this is nothing against Patrick Mahomes. I am. I, first of all, I've been on board. This ain't a new thing to me. I've been on board with his greatness, but those last two touchdowns that they scored. Either one of us could have hit those receivers wide open. Nobody around 30, literally, literally nobody it was a, it was a pitch and cat. There was nobody else on the field. Might as well have been. Yep. So, and, and look at, but look at what the degree of difficulty, I guess is what I'm getting at. Look, what Jalen had to go through to get the touchdowns that he got, and how many times he had to go down, put the team on his shoulders, on the on his back, and yeah, and, and do it is legit. And you look at it, he has got the numbers to back it up too. I'm not saying it's I'm not saying that Mahomes isn't deserving. I'm just saying there's an argument to be made.
0: But, no, three hundred and four passing yards, seventy rushing yards, four tu- four total touchdowns. You know what I mean? He's he contributes in total. You know what I'm saying to. Four hundred plus fifty, yards. yeah, dude. With um, out of 50, 53 plays, yeah, fifty-three plays were on his shoulders.
1: Yeah, and I and I'll tell you what, and and Patrick Mahomes said it after the game. You know, if, if there were any questions about, about Jalen Hurts,
0: they were all answered. Every single dude, one. Travis Kelsey said it. Travis Kelsey said flat out, he, you know what I mean like, if it wasn't for Mahomes playing the way he did, being injured, Jalen sh- Jalen should have won the MVP
1: yeah and it uh it was the only reason that i'm pissed off at that flag at the end is is it has nothing to do with being an eagles fan it's solely the fact of the theater i feel like everybody was robbed of because that game was on track. it already is but that game was on track to being arguably the most exciting super bowl of all time
0: and that's what i I was saying i was saying that to some guys at work i'm like Look, I was saying mean to some of my friends, too. I'm like, look, if you can take yourself, take your fandom out of it, watch objectively. If you can watch the game in there, if you do, I'm saying just if you can watch it objectively, it was easily one of the best Super Bowls to watch it until. I mean, until that, you know, I mean, ticky tack shit. You know I mean
1: Cause, dude, it, because dude it, it had everything it wasn't just two teams literally going blow for blow back and forth it was the types of plays that were there there yes. were so many crazy plays that were happening and then like I said like you know you don't throw that flag odds are they get the field goal anyway so like nothing really changes there it's no, the big you thing you that changes is that the Eagles
0: it. get I you mean know, the Eagles get about another minute 15 on to come the clock. down and just see what happens and just exactly. see what happens.
1: Like, do, is there a possibility we go four and out? They get the ball back. Game over.
0: Absolutely. Into which saying, I mean, you, look, with that throw, I'm sorry, with the way that throw looked at the end with Jalen, I mean, obviously <laughs> that wasn't look like it was going to go that go that well anyway. That last no. throw was. I just was don't scrubby. think. They,
1: I don't think. I don't think they actually knew what they wanted to do there. I really thought they were just going to do some short yardage hook and ladder shit. I don't know why they just. That's what I, I think, thought too. I think they thought that too, or at least somebody did, because Jalen clearly thought hail mary. There was nobody within like ten yards of that ball. <laughs> no, so either they overestimated how far he could throw, or like, who knows? I, I I don't know, but it was a little weird. But I, I'm just mad for the for everyone that was watching that you know they didn't at least get a chance to see because how epic would that have been? You were gonna have one final drive to see who wins the Super Bowl as opposed to because th- the second that flag went, I looked right at Alex and I was like, game over. That's it. Like, that's, oh, that's the
0: game right there. I know. it. So and that's the thing. Once the flag was thrown, I knew immediately that it was against the Eagles just because the area and yeah, yeah, red zone and what
1: sucks is you look at it and it's just like more than likely it looks like I, I, I know when you when you hold like that, you do impede someone's ability to get to the spot where the ball's yeah, ball is at. But at the same time, you also have the right. You also have the
0: right to that. the ball as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I'm just saying, like, what what the real shit of it is, is it seemed like a hole that wasn't necessary. Now, granted, in the moment, he doesn't know that. But where that ball landed, it didn't look like Juju was going to have a prayer to get to that thing. No. It was just a little too far. But you know what? It's life in the NFL. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah. Sometimes.
0: Nah, man. But so look, all in Eagles all, have a, the 31st game. pick in the draft and also the ninth pick in the draft. 10th. So... 10th. You guys got 9th. Is it 10th? Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So 10th pick in the draft. You know what I mean? We have, we got the, the combine coming up next month or uh, maybe, or I think it's in April.
1: I think we could, I don't know who's, I haven't looked up much outside of like some of the quarterbacks and some of the guys that are going to go high. But I, I feel like if there's one place we could add somebody, if, if someone's there for it, you know, maybe, a, maybe a linebacker, maybe. See, a lot
0: of people are thinking that miles isn't going to get re-signed.
1: Well, I mean, he might just be because, the odd man out because there's a lot of people that got to be signed.
0: There's a lot. Number of, one of being Jalen, uh, J- they dude, have to redo dude, his J- contract. Dude, I'm pretty sure could, they're. They. Well, I mean, I mean, Howie's already talked about. It. Howie's already talked about that. you mean, that, that, dude, that pull, that's one of the, the they're doing. Dude, the pull up
1: the list. It's it's ridiculous the the amount of people that need to be resigned. I uh, think uh, CJ needs to be resigned. Jalen needs to be resigned. Sanders needs to be resigned. Resigned. Excuse me. I I want to say. Some people, excuse me, on our line need to be re-signed. Um, it's, it's crazy. They uh, Howie's got some moves to make.
0: Okay, but, you ready for it all?
1: Yeah, go ahead. Yeah.
0: Fletcher Cox, Robert Quinn, Brandon Graham, Javon Hargrave, Kelsey, Bradbury, uh, Samalo, Sayumalo, sorry, Andre Dillard, he's probably out.
1: Kazir yeah, White.
0: TJ Edwards and Dominick Sue, I don't think he's going to be coming back. Uh, Linval Joseph, Boston Scott, Zach Pascal. I don't think he's going to come back either. Miles, Miles Sanders, um, long snapper Rick Lovato. He'll probably come back for a for a low deal. Chauncey. Oh God, I really hope they keep him.
1: I gar- uh, I guarantee you they're going to keep him. I would imagine. Look, dude, like you said. he only got eight hundred
0: twenty six thousand this year. Yeah. Wow, um, that's horrible. Um, and then we also have Gardner Minshew and Marcus Epps.
1: This, this is what this is what we were talking about before the Super Bowl, and this is where it gets tough because the reason you're able to have this collective of talent is because of the friendly deals that some people are on. Jalen still being on his rookie deal. See, like you said, CJ not even cracking a mill. <laughs> like it's
0: and I mean, look, dude, yo, Miles, Miles just got off his rookie deal. You know what I mean? Uh, so
1: lots of guys looking for a bag and you heard you heard and what makes me nervous and i hope that the eagles play ball what makes me nervous is what bradbury said today was it today or yesterday at his i guess when they were doing their locker clean out or whatever and giving like last interviews and they asked about you know him resigning and stuff like that and he said you know he had he had fun here and you know he loves you know he he enjoyed playing here and he's like you know but at the very end he was like you know i I love to play here, but you know, I don't do it for cheap. So, yeah, that could be his way of saying like and whatever I mean, the look, lion's share is, he, you can give. I want it.
0: I mean, look <laughs> and yo, he he is deserving, dude. He is he is yeah. a great corner,
1: dude. The, like he um, said, the Juju. He had more interceptions than Juju had touchdowns this year.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yo, the but, the fucking free agent market's looking live, dude.
1: Yeah. So, like you said, Dillard can go
0: sue can go quinn can probably go um there's gonna be a lot of conversation on whether jason kelsey's even coming back next year i because he because he almost wasn't coming back
1: it's up to him but i don't think he's gonna go out like that i just don't i think he i think he would rather if he's gonna go out it's either gonna be on a super bowl win or anything Anything before the Super Bowl, if we were to get knocked down the first round or, God forbid, not even make the playoffs, then maybe he'd kick it. But to lose like that, I think he'll because there's a very if you look at the odds, there's a very realistic chance. Now, so many things have to break. Right. And the one thing I am not going to do is that Cowboys fans shit and all of a sudden place us right back in the Super Bowl next year. I'm just saying it's not out of the realm of possibility that both that you could have a Chiefs Eagles Super Bowl again. It's very hey, look, low possibility. You need
0: yeah, but you need see, so you need to think of things like this. The Eagles just lost their offensive coordinator, who is now the head coach of the Annapolis Colts. They lost their defensive coordinator, who is now the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: On top of that, one, so so one of the good things is that um it's looking from within. It's well see for for offensive coordinator, it looks a lot that way. The um the quarterback coach, it looks like he is going to be getting promoted to and offensive wants coordinator. That too. Jalen we'll spoke that whole thing very man.
1: highly of him. He said he, he said I I I 100% believe he's going to be a meaningful head coach in this league someday. Yeah. So, yeah that yeah what they're going to do for defensive coordinator I'm, I'm not quite sure. Anything but,
0: can be better than that. <laughs> yeah. Anything I'm is, sorry. I'm sorry, Gannon, true. dude. This is true. quarterbacks had an 87% completion rating total this season against yeah. Gannon.
1: And that's with an incredibly and that's- soft schedule. An incredibly soft schedule, like uh, and with getting which is seventy not, plus which is, sacks, which is not going to be the case next season.
0: No, so NFC like, champs. This is going to be a tough fucking year. 20, 2023 to twenty four is, is going to be a this tough year. This is what year. I never. This is what I never understand about
1: fans of other teams getting mad at other teams' schedule. Like every team at some point gets a soft schedule. You need to like in the best case scenario, you need to capitalize when you do get that schedule because
0: did I, no, we'll- I didn't, I didn't send that to you. Well. Uh, NFL memes, they put out a thing the other day of the Eagles record. You know I mean, you know I mean their schedule of, you know I mean that of this year hmm. and it broke down. You know I mean, you know I mean they're, you know I mean shitting on the Eagles with every game, winner or loss. You know what I mean they shit on the Eagles on every game. And you know I mean, One, look, man, San Fran has been doing nothing but fucking the San Fan, same fan uh, fans are fucking crying. They are crying so bad online about still about the Eagles beating them. You know why?
1: Because their team is doing that. Their team is leading by example. Every single one of their play. It's like they went on a fucking press tour. Dude, it's like it they went so on. So
0: fucking stupid. It was
1: it was crazy. I have never, ever, ever in my life, be it my own team or being knocked out by someone in real life or a team that I'm a fan of, you know, Philly sports being knocked out. I have never essentially like worshiped the team that they're playing. It's like, Oh God, please beat them. Please do to them what we couldn't. Do. I've never like, why are you sucking the dick of every other team? Like I don't, it's weird. It's just weird. It's, it's absolutely like I, I will say this and this will be the one time I ever say some shit like this. Cause it, I normally say it tastes like vinegar. This is going to take like, tastes like horse shit coming out of my mouth. But, Cowboys fans didn't even bitch that much when we beat them, than the Niners fans do, which is bananas. Yes. it's <laughs> bananas. Like uh, f- from Ayuk saying, like you know, he'd give every dollar he's got that the Eagles are going to. And props to you, you were right. But whatever. Um, but you know, between him and and, and Kittle and uh, who who else was it? There was a couple other people too. And it was, uh, Christian McCaffrey was one of them. Christian McCaffrey I've never liked anyway, so that doesn't really bother me. But, uh, um, (laughs) he's, if you catch my drift, he really comes off as one of those fine people on both sides, if you know what I'm saying. Um, but anyway, yeah, like, of course their fan base is going to feed into it because they're doing it, but let's bring it back to our, you know, to to the game we're talking about. It was, it was a great game. Unfortunately, it, it, it didn't go great. (laughs) No, didn't, nah, didn't, didn't go the way go, we wanted, didn't obviously. Go, didn't, go the way, didn't go the way we wanted, but, you know, Chiefs, Chiefs were the better team. And now, literally, it, we, we talked about this before the game, it is not even a question as to who the best quarterback in this league is. It's not even a question. There is nobody you can say, well, what about? No, doesn't matter. No, there's nobody else. There's Patrick Mahomes, then there's the rest of the field. Now, with, in the next couple of years, can people make some arguments and then we we can revisit that? For sure. But as, but as of right now, nope. The closest everyone was thinking at first was Joe Burrow. And I'm sorry, beating a team in the regular season just doesn't do it for me. <laughs> so you had last year. Had they done it again this year?
0: hmm It's
1: a fair it argument. be part of the conversation. It's a, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But there's all the people they've tried to anoint as the competition for. First, it was Josh Allen. And then it was Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to, to, actually there was even a stretch where it was, uh, where it was uh, Herbert.
0: Yeah. Yeah, That was weird.
1: Five years in the league, five AFC championship games, two MVPs, two Super Bowls, two Super Bowl MVPs. What can you say?
0: (laughs) There's nothing else. (laughs) There's nothing else. Not much more you can do before you turn like 28. You know what I mean? No,
1: absolutely not. And, You'd be crazy to think that they don't have more Super Bowls in their future. What is it? What what with their team tells you, as long as they have that quarterback, that tight end, that coach, that coordinator.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much what the dude, you're not because you're not lying.
1: Because not only did they like the biggest rumor that they dispelled is that, you know. You know, the Patrick Mahomes couldn't do it without having the ultimate weapon in Tyreek Hill. They got rid of Tyreek Hill, played, I believe, eight if not nine rookies in total this year. Still won the Super Bowl. Still won the Super Bowl. Without his second best receiver, wasn't even available for the Super Bowl. <laughs> he did this shit with smoke and mirrors on one leg.
0: <laughs> so, and he did it's, it uh, it's impressively. Just, it's,
1: it's just safe to say that as of right now, this morning, February 15th, Patrick Mahomes is... Is the best quarterback of our generation thus far. As far as how he plays the position. I'm not saying he's the most accomplished. That goes to Brady, for sure. Okay. Um, but as far as how he plays and, and the the multitude of ways he can beat you, it's just there's it is what it is. Thank God we're in the NFC. That's all I gotta say.
0: <laughs> because the only time we get to see him outside. It's like of once the game every in four years. season is yeah. yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing, dude. Yo, with the way cool. that game went, it could easily, easily. End up being that they're going to make more games of like going against you know what I mean the teams, yeah, yeah. You know especially hey with man, the seventeen was, game season now. So
1: it was it was fun and, and hey dude, congrats to the Eagles on a hell of, it was a hell of a ride man it was a hell of a ride. They took us all the way down to the wire, and uh, you know they did everything they could. It's uh, I I couldn't be happier with the team that we have and the, and the direction we're going. I th- I think we've got. I think we've got a couple of years of some exciting football to look forward to. Oh, I but, agree. Well, why don't we move on? And, uh, you know what? Let's, we can end on a good note. So we might as well just chug right into, to, to flyers territory here. Why don't we do That's that? fine. discuss the orange and black as uh, so frustrating. Yeah. yak have to do these days but um all right so your Philadelphia Flyers since the last episode that we had they have played three games and luckily they lost two of the three so that's good um <laughs> we did beat the Oilers 2 to 1 look you know where i stand i love this team i am a diehard. this is the only year you'll ever hear me talk like this yeah but you um, want them to yeah you want them to drop yeah. it's you we not, lost we, the, it. we lost to the predators 2 to 1 we lost to the Kraken 4 to 3 but you know so we're since and then we don't right play the Kraken
0: again for another f-
1: Fucking no, we're sitting at uh, 22, 22, and 10. We are almost – actually, no, we are not almost. I was going to say we're almost dead last in, in our division, but god damn, the Blue Jackets suck. We got 54 points. They only have 36. It is crazy. For You know what's wild that like I don't really consider all that often, and some people really don't? When your team is having a shitty year because of what you're used to, and it's like, God, this is just so miserable to watch. And then you look at the standings and see that there are actually teams worse than you. And it's like, Jesus, what does that fan base have to go through? Differential <laughs> minus
0: 70. Holy shit.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So right now. We oh, are my God. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We are the ninth worst Holy team in the league. Uh, it's looking like there's possibility for slippage down to like six, seven, which would be nice um that would
0: definitely be nice so i decided to just look at the records just because you're talking and it gives me something to do while i'm listening absolutely yeah anaheim they're differential minus 88 yeah it's it's they're 17 and 31 and 6 which is crazy because they have a lot
1: of offensive
0: weapons there that they're that they're growing. Including so like the kid almost. that they, ju- I mean the kid that's on the fucking cover of NHL twenty three,
1: Trevor Zegers, yeah, yeah. You've got Trevor Zegers, you've got uh, Mason McTavish, you've got, um, fuck, I'm forgetting the other dude's name now. But uh, I I personally think that they're trying to add Connor Bedard to that. <laughs> Could you imagine adding him to that lineup?
0: No. Jesus. You still need, you know, defense and goaltending and all that shit. Okay, yeah, but I know exactly which Flyers games I would be going to. Oh my you know, maybe, god! You yeah, give dude. me when they come to Philly.
1: Absolutely. Shit. But really, not much to to talk about with the uh, with the Flyers right now. Konechny's still stuck on twenty four goals, um, forty nine points, leading the team. Kevin Hayes with a thirty assists. Um. Tony D'Angelo. He's something we can talk about because he was one of the biggest acquisitions we got in the offseason. He was. he was supposed to like help offensively with the back end. And offensively he's fine. By far a team worst minus 19 on the season. That's his plus minus? minus? nineteen. That is his plus wow. minus. The next closest person, there are a couple people who are minus nine. That's it. He is a full t- ten worse than them. Um and it's, it's funny, but Tortorella was just talking about it, as was the GM, and they both... I wonder how Tony feels about this. They both were basically said, like... Because you know how honest Torts is. He was like, you know, honestly, I didn't realize how much work we were going to have to do with Tony. <laughs> so they legit came out and said that. Like, we didn't, you know, well, I mean, we mean, realize how yo, much, we how much who, work we were going to have to do.
0: Yo, I mean, we know exactly who Torts is. Pulls pulls no punches.
1: That's no. bullshit. But, so that's, that's an interesting...
0: An interesting, uh, I mean, I so. I did see one thing, um, when it comes down to the Flyers, Daniel uh, Hilferty was just named the CEO of Comcast Spectacore. Now, (laughs) um, he's gonna be, I mean, it looks like he's gonna be part of everything that Chuck Fletcher does with like free agent signings and trades and stuff like that. And then also, just apparently, this is such a weird little snippet to have in this fucking story. Uh, Wayne Simmons is, you know I mean, just got put on, um, he just got put on waivers. It'd be cool to bring him back. <laughs> just to let him retire here. I mean, look, yeah, to retire here, fuck yeah, do it. I'm not arguing with that. But, you know I mean, like, honestly, I mean, he'll be one of those guys that Torch would be like, look, this is how I want you to play because Simmons never, he never took a shift off. You know I mean that was that was never his? You mean know what he did? Um,
1: what was I gonna say? Um, yeah, but that's that's really it. That's really it with the Flyers for right now. They have so coming up. What the fuck?
0: Stop texting me. Well, <laughs> so, we got the Kraken game coming up.
1: We do. You're right. We have the Kraken game coming up. We have so we've got the Kraken on Thursday. Saturday, we see the Canucks. I would love for the Canucks to beat us because they're one of the teams behind us. So that would be nice. Then we got a game against the Flames. So, yeah, you know, some tough games coming up that are definitely losable. Um, The Kraken game for sure. The Flyers will probably go one, two, three, four, five. They'll probably go one and four in their next five, I would imagine, which is good for business. Um, yeah, you're not anyway, wrong. so why don't we just head on over to the, uh, why don't we slap the wood over that ice and, uh, get to some Sixers
0: basketball. How about that?
1: I love before it. Before we go, before we even go to like the, you know, what went on in the past week, the Sixers are up 63 to 38 at halftime. Yeah, the games at halftime right now. And you know what really, really was confusing to me? So I'm looking at the score. I'm like, damn, 63. Our leading scorer has 15 points.
0: <laughs> that I, is like so beyond a team effort.
1: Yeah, you know what you've I mean. Got, that I had- you've got, yeah, you've got PJ with five. And I was now, just again, about remember, to say that. Are, yeah, remember this is this is halftime, so we're not this is not end of game stats here. So at halftime, PJ's with five, and then you've got Harris with ten, and Embiid with 12, Harden with 15, Melton with eight, and then you've got two, two, and two from Yang, McDaniel's, and Reed. And a seven from Tyrese Maxey. And everybody, literally everybody on our team aside from Shake right now, and he's only taking two shots, so I can't really dog him yet. Everybody is efficient. PJ, two for three. Tobias, four of six. Embiid, four of nine. Harden, five of eight. Two of four for Melton. McDaniels is one of five. Okay, fair enough. But one for two from Yang.
0: You know, it's... Maxey will turn it on in the second half. I mean, look, two for six, but, you know what I mean... He I mean he, he he normally turns it on more in the second I'm half looking anyway. At the team stats right now
1: to figure. We're holding the Cavs as a team right now to 36% from the field. 36% from the field, 24% from 3, and 60% from the free throw line. Meanwhile, that's awesome. We are so field goal, they're 36, we're at 48. Three point, they're at 24, we're at 53. You got to think that'll probably cool off in the second half. So you got to be aware of that, and then
0: free throws were ninety-two. Okay, they're sixty. Even even if even if our three-point percentage just cools off, that would still mean that the, the Cavs would have theirs have to have theirs heat up. You know what I mean? Well, you mean and it definitely in order to gain some ground.
1: The reason why I bring that up is because, um, sorry. I was just something. The reason I bring that up is because, you know, it, we've seen the Sixers do it before, you know, let their guard down, let a team creep back in. You know, we've, we've seen it. So they just need to, you know.
0: It's nice seeing Danny back, too, by the way. It's a little aside because Danny's on the uh, Cavs. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that one of the last shots that was made was actually from him before halftime.
1: So looking back at the, at the last week, um, so we had not much because they're gearing up for like all-star break and stuff. So the games are a little spaced out, but um, we had a game. uh, So we, we did drop the game to the Celtics. And that was very, 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 very frustrating because the Celtics are already a team that gives us trouble are already likely to be the team that we would have to go through to make it to the championship. And they beat us literally, without their four best players. Without four of their best players. They had Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown got hurt midway through that game. He didn't come back. They had no Al Horford. They had no Marcus Smart. They had no... There was one other person they were missing that I'm now forgetting. But four of their top players were out,
0: and they beat us. That's not going to work. Now, you said... you were talk- We were talking about this in the last episode because we said that... Even if we lose to Boston, it's basically the fact of how we lose.
1: Yeah, and that's not a and, way you want to lose because that'll do something to your psyche, right there.
0: Um, and then I mean, look, the last the last three games, you know, what I mean, definitely use those right? to use those to absolutely bring yourself back. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you know what I mean into yeah. the right spot. You know what I mean, yeah, com- comfortable
1: wins against the Rockets and the Knicks, and a little bit of a nail biter against against the Nets, dude. I actually think. And I, was, and I was telling some people this, it's crazy to think, considering Kyrie and KD are no longer on the Nets, I think they are actually tougher to play now. And the only reason I say that, there's nobody on their team even remotely as good as Kyrie and as KD. But with the complement of players that they have, it's tougher to play them now because you, when they had Kyrie and KD, or regardless, you always knew 90% of the time where the ball was going to end up. At the mm-hmm. end of the
0: shot clock. So you knew who to guard.
1: Now, that ball is flying, bro. That ball is moving
0: around. They're getting everybody involved. And these and, are uh, guys also who are used to, you know what I mean, passing the ball around a lot. Because, you mean, normally they don't get that many shots them yeah. themselves. And, and they
1: literally got two of the best defensive players in the league. They got Dorian Finney-Smith in the Kyrie trade to Dallas. And they got uh, uh, Bridges, who, God, that's the worst flub in the last 20 years for the Sixers the fact that we traded him Uh, they got Bridges from Phoenix we drafted Bridges he's one of if not the best defender in the league he's a killer defensively and can also give you points he's like Matisse on crack it's it's crazy how good he is we drafted him traded him I think like half an hour later on draft night for a guy that I don't even think is in the league anymore (laughs) complete bust we traded him for I want to say it was Zaire Smith is who we traded him for. And I think I remember we, got, we that. I think we may have gotten a pick out of it too. I don't know who the pick turned into. So maybe that could have ended up being good, I'm not quite sure. But what I would give to have Bridges back, that'd have been great. But yeah, the Nets added they added defense. They added guys that are capable scorers in in Dinwiddie. Uh they've already got, you know, they got Cam Thomas, they got um Zaire Smith,
0: the 16th overall pick. And Miami's 2021 first round pick in the trade.
1: Does it say who that pick turned into? Uh,
0: Neither no, of those I can picks? pull that up
1: because I'd be interested to see who those picks turned into. Because sometimes the, the, that's where the devil's in the details. There is who those picks turn into. But um, while well, Wes is looking that up, so like he said, we you know we did drop that to the to the Celtics, which I said was possible. But then you got to take care of everything else, and they did beating the Knicks, the the Nets, and the Rockets. And now being up big on the Cavs and what that has done for us, excuse me, I'm sorry, is give us, you know, get us ever closer to the top of the conference. We're sitting, excuse me, at third in the conference. Uh, We're three games back from the number one spot. It's, uh, you know, we made some room between the teams under us. So, so they can't catch us, so that's going to be nice. And uh, it's it's great. It's great. I don't remember if I said this last week or not because uh, I don't remember when the news broke, but it is great that Embiid is now an all-star starter, as he should have been all along. Yes. But that is fantastic to see. Um, And we got a trade to talk about. I was about we were... to
0: say, I just want to sit here and wish the best of luck. To Thibault. And I say that honestly, because he was he he shown himself like such a huge beacon of potential during everything that was happening with with uh, Ben Simmons and even before them, because, I mean, we were using him when we would have Ben and Matisse on the floor at the same time, dude, it was a that was a tough defense to get past. You know what I mean those two yeah. those two definitely had it and you know what I mean and you mean know, Matisse kept it you know what I mean for for a good stretch you know what I mean he was just he was losing minutes he wasn't getting out there when he was out there he wasn't really able to you know what I mean actually like defend the best and then you know what I mean on top of that look at least he was trying to take shots you know what I mean but it was just dude you know what I mean a lot of times there were threes and he is not a three he's not a three point guy well you know what's funny about that did you see
1: um the stats from his debut. I did, but, but, but please tell me them. So let me, I'm just going to go sit this game here check right now real quick. Yeah. So his debut with the trailblazers, he went four for six from three, five for nine in total, 14 points, six rebounds, two assists. And I, I read a tweet that night that said in 295 games, with the Sixers, he only hit, he hit three three pointers once his very first game with Portland and mm-hmm. he hits four. And what makes me a little bit sad is just because, I, you know, I, I, I didn't want him to feel that way. But they interviewed him after his debut. And his quote was, first thing was, I felt comfortable. I didn't realize how much you can take that for granted to feel and know that I'm wanted and needed. I think it showed in just my ability to play and be more of myself. So he was definitely at the point where he felt like Philly did not want him here, which isn't necessarily the case, which isn't necessarily the case. It's not the case at the same time. Think about it. When when a team drafts you, when a team trades for you, they do that because they want you to be good. They want you to be an asset for their team. They're not sitting. They're not giving you three minutes a game because they want to give you three minutes a game. If you're balling out, you're going to get your minutes. Yeah. And unfortunately, unfortunately, he just... He didn't have like once we once we got the Anthony Melton, who gives you comparable defense to Matisse, but way more upside on the offensive side yes. of the ball. I said then that the clock was ticking. I didn't think it would go that fast. I really thought he would have maybe one offseason to see what he could do. Um, But, yeah, we did end up trading him. We got Jalen McDaniels. And it's 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 tough to be mad at that because I was I was checking uh, I was checking their stats. And, yes, he did get a little bit more. Uh, more minutes than uh than Matisse did but you look at their career stats and it's it's really kind of tough to be upset at it because you've got (laughs) this season was averaging 2.6 points 1.3 rebounds 0.5 assists Jalen McDaniels this season has been averaging 10.7 points 4.9 rebounds and two assists he's been doing he's been getting a little bit more minutes but the reason he gets the minutes is because he's he can help, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, you know, Matisse will be missed. I there, I I loved having him here. He he had definitely had some exciting moments. He's a defensive
0: mastermind, that guy. Yeah. Um. So that that'll definitely plus help in Portland. He played so fucking great in the Olympics. Yeah. He fucking killed yeah. it for Australia, and um, that was another thing that that I mean that really helped show that his star is still on the rise.
1: Yeah. So before we move into the old around the world of sports, uh, might as well, because I don't remember if you did this uh, before we cut the mics on or not. But a big congratulations to Joel Embiid being the fastest 76er to 10,000 points.
0: Good job, He's the
1: homie. He's the real deal. He's
0: and, um, uh, speaking of Embiid, actually, I don't know if you I guess I don't know if you saw this or not Um, yesterday. So February 14th, the Sixers signed uh, Dwayne Dedman.
1: I did a backup center, right? Yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah. They got him off the buyout market. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I mean, he's a ten-year vet, averages about six points a game, about four rebounds. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, he was doing that with the Heat. So it's, it's you know what just I mean? to, shooting from fifty-six percent from the field. So I mean, look, we need. you mean, we need solid backups for Joe.
1: This is gonna. This is gonna sound mean. I, I don't mean it to, but it, literally, the Sixers just decided to hit the lost and found bin, and try to get somebody that can give Joel Embiid a couple minutes of a breather. um, Which is what they got, you know, Paul Reed, I guess, has not developed yet like they thought he would. I don't necessarily know that they're going to move off him, but, you know, maybe he just needs a little bit more time. I mean, shit, last year, just last year, he was the G League MVP. So, yeah. you know, that is what it is. Uh, Montrez hasn't been what he was last year. This year, not even close. So maybe that's what, you know, give them the itchy trigger finger to hit the buyout market and see what they could do. But, you know, we'll, we'll see what Devin has. But Sixers looking good, man. Sixers looking really good. And let's look ahead at what they got because, again, always chances to move further ahead in the standings and create some more room between the people behind you. So, moving forward, we have – oh, we have the hated – everyone hates the Grizzlies at this point. <laughs> uh, we've got the – it's tough sledding coming up, man. All those easy games that we had are, we're coming down the pipeline here. We've got the Grizzlies who are sitting at 34 and 22, the Celtics again, the game against Boston. Yep. We got the heat who always give us fits, um, home and home. Yeah. Home and home. Yep. Home and home. God. And then you go into the Mavericks, the, we don't have quote unquote, an easy game. I can't even call till so March. I can't even call the Trailblazers or the Wizards game necessarily easy because any night Bradley Beal or Dame Lillard are capable of going off for fifty and giving you nightmares. So yeah, until you get to March seventeenth
0: against yeah, the sixteen and forty three yeah. Hornets, March
1: seventeenth.
0: Until which is a well to play against month from now. <laughs> to which we well to play against Cleveland again before hitting that.
1: That's a full month from now.
0: You've Dude, got that, the, is a, an that is a that is a meaty fucking the,
1: schedule that is a meat that is a meaty schedule and that is going to that is going to show us what we got because that I kind of like having instead of that season that we had where we got fat off all those bad teams we went like 20 and 3 down the stretch because we played like the worst teams in the league i uh i don't want that but that will wrap it up for the sixers so why don't we move around the world of sports because we definitely got some things to talk about
0: for sure for sure so
1: For starters, you know, why don't we just start right with the NFL? We've got a a lot of new coaches with some new landing spots here. So you you brought a couple up today. So we got Jonathan Gannon, our much beloved defensive coordinator, is now the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. You have uh, Steichen is now head coach of the Colts, right? Yes. Yeah. He is now the head coach of the Colts. Yeah, five years after...
0: Five years after we gave them our other offensive coordinator.
1: Carolina, I believe, has their head coach now, right?
0: They do. Frank, Frank Reich, Reich is now, Frank Reich now in is... Carolina. Fun little fact about that. Frank Reich was actually the very first quarterback to throw a Panthers touchdown. And now That's he's coaching the team. I did team. not know that. I actually did not know that.
1: It's, uh, man, Indianapolis really just doesn't know what to do. It's like they just take guys from us and then ship them out. <laughs> it's <laughs> they hilarious. take Frank Reich, ship them out they take now they got us uh, it reminds they me got so Shane, much they of
0: it reminds me so much of when Andy was here and, and, and when Andy Reed was the coach for the Eagles and like all of the quarterbacks every one of them dude we got fucking bomb ass picks for it and they shit the bed every place they went and we got some yep. bomb ass picks for it. yep um
1: who else is there i think we already talked about the obvious uh Sean Payton and 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 yeah we talked Hopefully about, we that, talked one about that one before but i think there was another one um Texans, who's the Texans coach right now? Texans, Texans got... it
0: is Demarcus Ryans. Tomico D'Amico Ryans. Tomeiko Ryans. Ryan. That, yeah, yeah. That That's who it is. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: you know what? Speaking of the Texans, you know who would be a great coordinator to bring here? Lovey Smith. You know how cool that would be?
0: That'd be a great defensive coordinator. That'd bring be a perfect defensive teams. coordinator.
1: That would be great. Right?
0: I don't know He's why that's just... Like...
1: No, 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 no dude, yo, I'm not fucking mad brain. at that. <laughs> I'm not mad at that so shit at all. I am talking about Texans and I was like, wait a minute okay I you ain't mad at that wanted... at all
0: Should. yeah
1: um so you got the anything else going on in the NFL that I can
0: think uh right damar Hamlin is out there trying to apologize, apologize for... For, his,
1: for his his wardrobe yeah.
0: so it, you mean it's but well, so an abstract you really don't jacket. Apologize. you know what I mean yeah. it's it's you mean it's it's an abstract look of what you know what I mean of Jesus you know what I mean with the yeah. thorns and everything. I mean, look, to most of these people who are looking at this, I mean, they still think Jesus was white. So I don't I don't sit here and believe that these people fully know what the hell they get mad at.
1: Unless you know someone I'm not trying to get into this whole conversation, but unless you necessarily know somebody that knows Jesus, I don't know why anyone assumes that they know anything about what this motherfucker looks like or what he does. So why people get so up in arms? I got no idea. You know, anybody knows Jesus? I don't. You ever met him? I haven't. I'm not saying he don't exist. It. I'm just saying nobody knows what the fuck he looks like. <laughs> I ain't worried about it. All the all the pictures you have of Jesus, they were they were painted by guess who? More people. We have no idea who the fuck they are. <laughs> I ain't never met him.
0: That is no, true. But anyway,
1: uh, yeah, he is apologizing for that. I don't necessarily think he has to. No. Um, what again? Else? It's art. It is art. It is art. Um. There was something else in in football. Did I write it down? I feel like there was something else, and I'm just forgetting it in this moment, but I'm not 100% sure. No, I guess that's it. Um, Moving into the NBA, so did we... I don't quite remember when it happened. Did we talk about LeBron passing Kareem?
0: No, we did not. You talked about wanting to watch it
1: yeah which i did and then you That's got the to whole game. you actually yeah, witnessed it i got it. to it was a it was a great moment well deserved um he did it against the uh, the okc thunder and he did it with style man it was it was it was really fun to watch you know it's something you never think that you're going to get to see that is a cool you thing you know to re- watch a record like that is be a part of is, yeah. yeah now now all eyes really point to uh to Ovechkin really as far as the next big record that nobody expected to see broken um We'll talk about him a little bit when we get to the hockey side of uh, of around the world here. Uh, basketball. So, yeah, I don't believe we actually got to break these down um, on the podcast, but you did have some some big trades that went down. This was by far the best NBA trade deadline in my lifetime. Hands down. It was ridiculous, the amount of pieces that just went everywhere. So, you know, you look at the Brooklyn Nets. You know, you now got a big two in Dallas because Kyrie Irving got traded to the Dallas Mavericks, and now you got Luka and Kyrie out there. The big move, the welcome to the Thunderdome move, was KD Kevin getting Durant. traded to Phoenix. So You now talk about being afraid you to play that a, team before. You have a Shit. juggernaut over there with Booker and KD and Chris Paul. How about say, DeAndre CP3. Ayton, DeAndre Ayton. Thank God you were at least able to take bridges off of them, so at least they don't have the, the same defense that they had before. <laughs> that's the only saving grace there. But damn it, they added KD,
0: um, and that's a that's a big fucking ad. Yeah,
1: that's a, that's a big ad. Uh, you know, uh, D'Angelo Russell ends up back with the Lakers. Uh, Russell Westbrook ends up in Utah. I don't know what he's going to do there. Where he's going to go. But yeah, there were there were pieces going everywhere. Um, but that's the bulk of it in the NBA. We got we got the All Star game coming pretty soon. Um, if you want to look up when that is, I always forget when All Star weekend is. But it's going to be a lot more fun now that we know that Joe's there, rightfully where he should be. And we also we also for anyone who doesn't know, um,
0: February nineteenth at eight pm.
1: Yeah, so literally this weekend.
0: There <laughs> we go. Um, and it should be, it should be a great show.
1: I am so excited for the dunk contest this year. Last year was such a flop. We have this I don't I could not even believe we got him. So just like I did now this is I am in no way saying that the kid that I'm about to talk about is to basketball what Connor McDavid is to hockey. I'm only bringing this up and there's this kid that I watched early into his high school career, Mac McClung. I only watched him because I used to watch these uh the um these like hoop mixtapes where you'd see like mm-hmm. crazy dunks and shit like that and he had the craziest bounce that I have seen from someone that looked like me. (laughs) So, I was like, dang, this kid can fly. You don't
0: need to deny you and your people. Y'all can't jump.
1: Most of us (laughs) can't. Most of us can't. We ain't built like that. Some can. Some can. But, um, so I was watching this kid and this year, we actually signed him to the Blue Coats. And he is going to be the very first player from the G League to be in the dunk contest in the NBA. So we actually have a representative in the dunk contest. Granted, he's not necessarily from our main team. Now the Sixers did just I think just yesterday signed him to a contract. So Oh, to a pro contract? I, b- I believe so. You can look it up if you if you want. His name is Mac McClung, M-C- I think it's two C's, M C C L U N G. Um, it might just be one C. I'm not sure, but they did sign him to some sort of deal, I think, today. But I'm so excited to see him in the dunk contest, and Shaq is actually picking him to win the dunk contest. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, that's he, it's going to be electric to watch that kid. He's got yam a ding dong. He's got some yams on. I'm just saying he he, <laughs> he could throw down. But that's going to be fun. So moving into the NHL while while West looks that up. Like we said, you know, the race is on for Ovechkin. Um, however, it's, it's going to be a little tougher because I don't know how long he's going to be out. But Alexander Ovechkin informed the Capitals that he was going to be taking a leave of absence for a for some personal family matters.
0: So okay. real quick to jump back into uh, Mr. McClung, mm-hmm. uh, he signed a two way contract and that is all we have there is per team policy terms of the deal were not disclosed
1: okay fair enough uh yeah so ovechkin's gonna miss however many games it's pretty much indefinite as far as i know
0: um yeah with his his father passing what's that i said with his father passing
1: i didn't i didn't i didn't know i didn't know that oh so that's what it's for Yes. Okay. So, I, yes. I so heard
0: that. Um, okay. So there's an article that I have right in front of me. Um, let's see here. It is Associated Press contributors report. I don't see where it is where whoever wrote it. It's, it it it's on ESPN. Um, but Alex Ovechkin is expected to be gone for at least the rest of the week, if not longer, after the Capitals star announced Wednesday that his father has died. Um. I don't. Okay. So. Uh, so he posted in Russian, um, today my father passed away. I thank everyone for their support, but ask that you be understanding and do not disturb my family at such a hard time for us. Thank you. And to which, duh, I mean, that makes a lot of sense, but, um, yeah, man, this is something that is for the foreseeable future, which I mean, look, man, you, everybody grieves in their own way. You know what I mean everybody handles this type of stuff in their own way? You know what I mean he, he needs to go ahead and do what you got to do for you, man? Do Family what these guys do. You know what I mean, and also, I mean, if he's going to be like burying his father back in Moscow or Russia or whatever the case may be, you know what I mean? Whether there's any issues, you know what I mean? Going back and forth. Because remember, dude, earlier this year, Ovechkin made a point to not say a single thing about the um conflict. about the conflict in. in um,
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, my God. Ukraine. Jeez. Yeah. Louise. And you know I, I and mean? I actually. And...
1: Yeah. And there's a lot of, you know. Dominic Koscik, I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, you remember. How could you not <laughs> remember Dominic Koscik? But uh, he actually tweeted after the All-Star game. That he thought it was an embarrassment for the NHL to even allow Ovechkin and his son to be there because he's cuz he's very much on board with the rest of, with you know with Putin. You're you're Russian, you shouldn't be allowed to like the people some people out there are literally treating every single Russian like they are in this war and they're a part of this war and they believe in this war without factoring in or even realizing Russia is not the United States. We're here you can free and clear say whatever the fuck you want about who's leading this country and go home and see your kids. There are no and repercussions fuck you want to do.
0: No repercussions. There are I mean, no maybe you may have repercussions some... from may... from the government. Okay. Let's put yes. it that way
1: <laughs> from the, yeah, from the government. That is not the case. That is not the case in Russia. <laughs> so I very much understand, um, why some people don't speak out. And, and it's not like he didn't speak out. He, he, he just kept it very, very PC. He was like, I hope it gets resolved very quickly. War is never good. For anybody, so I hope it gets resolved and this can all be over with.
0: And I mean, look, let's be completely honest. You mean people in the Russian government aren't? They aren't. You 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 cannot put it past them to do things to people's families to make a point. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? People don't don't realize. Ovechkin has family in
1: Russia. Yes. Yes, he has family in Russia. He has a home in Russia. (laughs) Like. He, in order to know, in
0: order to be able to now, continue to go back and continue to see his family and continue that he, his family yeah, at least he, stays alive, you mean he is
1: now he is now back in Russia, and I hope to God that everything remains okay there. Yes, um, but yeah, it is it is not the same, and and I am very much against. You know, I didn't like. I don't remember if it was the World Juniors or what, but I, I don't like people withholding Russian athletes from competing in certain things like especially, like, I want to say it was the World Juniors, but I'm not sure, and if it is, like, these are kids. Like, you're...
0: What, you want to talk about somebody having nothing to do with it? Like, you, you think they I mean? have
1: some, like, fucking political agenda? Like, they're trying to play hockey, they're trying to play basketball, they're trying to play sports. <laughs> like, they're trying to... <laughs> they're trying to beat fucking the Olympics. kids. They're trying to compete. They're trying in to the be kids. Like, it's it's so stupid when that shit gets... When that shit gets in the way, That fucking frustrates me, but it really pissed me off when I saw Hashik say that, too, because I... I, I was a big fan of his growing up. And it's like, come on, bro. Like, he- the bulk of my family is Ukrainian. I don't like what's happening over there more than most people I know. Because most people I know, while they also don't like it, they don't actually have some skin in the game. Whereas I do have skin yeah. in the game. So, I get it. It's it's terrible. But you can't hold it over every single person from Russia. You know what I mean? No. We did we did that for, we i mean us personally didn't hear but there was a large contingent of people here that did that to muslim people after 9-11 treated uh, my best friend at the time adrian got treated like shit because
0: he was muslim he had
1: nothing to do with anything <laughs> you know what i mean it's the
0: same thing in you know what i mean with the, after the bombing at pearl harbor you know what i mean the internment camps that you know I mean that the japanese americans were put into yeah, that's it's why the same I never fucking thing.
1: That's why I never get back into this whole narrative that some people like to drive like, "Oh man, I miss who we were on September 12th." And I'm like, "Okay, so you just missed us like all focusing Losing. racism on an entire different group of people." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like it's fucked up. But yeah, I hope everything's good for Ovi and hopefully he can get back soon and put his talents back on display as we love to see. So now it is that time for and they're called the hot take of the week I feel like we should call them the cold take of the week but it's the hot take of the week so we really only have two sports to choose from now <laughs> so what I am going to do for my hot take and boy is this a tough one to do I'm gonna go to the I'm gonna stick with the NBA Saturday prime time 8:30 on NBC. The Sixers are going to get their revenge against the Celtics. I don't care Ooh. who's in the they're, if their full complement of players is there, better. And we are going to wax that ass. That is at Wells Fargo Center. And I expect us to win that game
0: by at least ten. Okay. Win by ten. I like it. Um, I will actually stay in the NBA as well. I'm I'm a little out of my depth now because now I don't have football to fall back on. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Let's see it. But one of the things that I did notice about not only the game that is happening right now against the Cavs, but also the games that will be go- that will have happened by the time our next podcast is, they're all at home. Okay. And I think we are going to be undefeated at home in this four-game run. So not only am I so joining you, think- you Wow. So not only am I joining you with the Celtics when but I'm also saying we will beat You're the Cavs, we're which gonna... mean, we're doing right now. We will beat the Grizzlies, beat the Celtics, and beat the Heat.
1: I'm going to give you some major fucking props if you end up being right. Like, my word. My word. That, that should be worth two.
0: <laughs> I'll take two. <laughs> all
1: right. Well, <laughs> shit. Why don't you tell the people where they can get at
0: us, huh? All right. Yo, Philly. And those actually beyond Philly, because I do know some people that do listen that do not live in the area. Here's how you can go ahead and get a hold of us. If you want to send us an email, tell us what you think. Which, by the way, please do. You can go ahead and hit us up at phillygrit7 at gmail.com. All right? That's number one. Number two, Twitter. That good old blue bird Twitter. You want to tweet us? Throw us a twit, all right? Throw us whatever twit you want to twit. Throw us a twit. Throw us a twit. (laughs) (laughs) And you can do that to us at Philly Grit 7. Yeah, obviously, look, you get it. There's a pattern. And last but certainly not least, Instagram. When Andy gets that all flying high and all sorts of beauty in the sky, it will be at Philly Grit 7. So until next time, y'all, please stay fly. Stay humble. Stay Stay fucking beautiful. (laughs) Oh, beautiful, beautiful. And stay gritty, y'all.